Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Kyle. And today we are going to be talking about Tokyo Disney Sea versus Disney World of Orlando, Florida. But first, breaking news. Here's Kyle with the Red Velvet Minute. Recently, Red Velvet released their second Japanese mini album. First one was Hashtag Cookie Jar, and this one was Sappy. They had already released two of the singles off it, so that was Sappy and Sayonara, which I truly believe Sayonara is one of the best songs they've ever released. And then there was a third new song called Swimming Pool. It doesn't sound like a Red Velvet song. It sounds like poppy bubblegum pop, like twice. It doesn't really sound like Red Velvet, but it is still a pretty decent song. Uh, and then there were three Japanese versions of some of their other previous singles. And as of today, they have announced finally their new mini album, which comes out next week on the 19th. And it's called The Reva Festival Day One, which means that there's probably going to be day two. So probably another mini album, just like how they had the red and the velvet. But there is a sample of the new single on their Spotify or on their Instagram. So check it out. Thank you for the update in Red Velvet News, Kyle. You're welcome. Let's get into it for all of our Disney fans. This is going to be a mini-sode, but hopefully the video that I'm currently editing will be out on YouTube soon. (laughs) I'm sorry that it's taking so long, but guys, video editing is hard. When you have a full-time job, and you're also bad. It takes time. So let's start off with a little bit of background info on Tokyo Disney. I think it's a really interesting theme park. And it's also one of the most unique Disney parks yes. in the world. Specifically, Tokyo Disney Sea opened on September 4th, 2001. And it's actually owned by the Oriental Land Company, which licenses Disney characters and themes from Walt Disney Company. So it's the only Disney park that the Disney Corporation does not completely own. Yes, and if you have Disney tickets you will notice on them that they're pretty much good for every Disney across the world, except Tokyo Disney. They do not work for that, which was a big bummer for us because we already have Disney tickets and we were not able to use them. We had to buy new tickets to go to Disney Sea. Tokyo Disney Sea attracted an estimated 14.651 million visitors in 2018, and that made it the fourth most visited theme park in the world, and that is just Tokyo Disney Sea. Tokyo Disney Sea was the fastest theme park in the world to reach 10 million guests, and it did that only 307 days after its grand opening. So it is incredibly popular. Yes. Incredibly popular. There are seven themed areas, or ports of call, and the entrance to the park is Mediterranean Harbor, and then there is American Waterfront, Lost River Delta, Port Discovery, Mermaid Lagoon, Arabian Coast, and Mysterious Island. It is a nautical-themed theme park. Yes, it's it's very different than the traditional Disney World, Disneyland style. So on those, that's sort of a setup for Disney. You know, you have Main Street USA or whatever, and then you have a castle, usually Cinderella's Castle, down the way, and then it just kind of spans out from there. So actually, that is how Tokyo Disneyland is. But Tokyo Disney Sea is completely different. If you've ever been to Animal Kingdom, there's a big tree in the middle and like 
it's surrounded by water, and then everything's in almost a big circle. Disney Sea is similar to this. There's a gigantic volcano in the middle, surrounded by water, and the volcano is actually a ride. It's a journey to the center of the earth. We weren't able to go on it, but it's really cool. <laughs> there were t- there was there were quite a few rides that we we weren't able to go on. Uh, many of them just based on time constraints, but a lot of them are not available in Florida. Yes, that's why we chose to go to Disney Sea instead of Tokyo Disneyland. Tokyo Disneyland is very similar to Magic Kingdom in Orlando, and we wanted a completely new experience. Tokyo Disney Sea. I mean, honestly, the closest thing I can think to relate it to is Universal Studios. So you know how there's Disney parades? Well, they can't even do that here. They have boat parades. And it's insane. Everything is connected by bridges and water. It's very, very beautiful. It is an extremely large park. It's pretty much on the water in Chiba. It's in the middle of nowhere, but it's basically on the water. And it is very beautiful. And it's big. It takes you a while to walk around everything. Like, I feel like I can walk around Magic Kingdom fairly quickly, but Tokyo Disney Sea just felt massive. It truly did. So let's talk major differences between any of the Florida parks and Tokyo Disney Sea. The first one I would say is that you get a free fast pass when you go to Tokyo Disney Sea. Potentially you could get more than one, but you're not allowed to have more than one at one time. And usually if you're not there before the park opens, then you're not really going to get an early fast pass slot. So you usually only get a single one. But still It's free. You don't have to pay for them. They do shut off the fast passes at a certain point in the early afternoon. So keep that in mind. Like, before you go, you should really plan what rides you want to go on. And then I would immediately, the first thing you do in the park, go and get your fast passes. The second thing, I think the major difference is the price. Well, I mean, Magic Kingdom is the most expensive one in Florida, and the other ones are just behind it. I think Magic Kingdom's up to $120 now. One day, not park hopper. Tokyo Disney Sea is like 80 US dollars, and that's 40 bucks cheaper. That's a pretty big difference between the American parks and then the Tokyo park. And on top of that, we're Florida residents, so we're talking Florida resident price. It's still expensive, but Tokyo Disney Sea and Disneyland are, are cheaper than what you would pay over here for this same kind of experience. And if you're a family of four, $40 a person adds up very quickly. That's that's more than a whole, that's two tickets. Yeah. So another thing I noticed is that people really go full out dressing up in yeah. American Disney parks, especially like Epcot and Magic Kingdom. People are in matching outfits. People are wearing Mickey ears that they have tricked out themselves. People are wearing Disney-bounding clothing. Yeah. Tokyo Disney Sea does not have that at all. I think we were the only two people wearing Mickey ears. One of the things that is typical at overseas Disney parks is a lack of Mickey. That's not to say that there is no Mickey, because in the shows, Mickey Mouse is there, and Donald and Goofy, but Duffy is the big character, Duffy and Shelly Mae, so the bears. And the Mickey ears, because of that, are not popular. They have headbands. Goofy headbands, Duffy headbands, but they're not like Mickey ears. So yeah, 
Emily and I, I'm pretty sure, were the only people wearing actual Mickey ears in this entire park, which was bizarre. It truly was. We had some people compliment our ears because they (laughs) they are custom made and we like them a lot. Mine are alien themed. In fact, I had a whole alien themed costume on. I had alien leggings, alien t-shirt, alien earrings, alien Mickey ears. I was full out. Little green men. Little green man from Toy Storying. I was very much in theme. And everyone else there was just kind of dressed cute. (laughs) Yeah. They just looked nice. They didn't exactly look like they might have been going to Disney. I, I think I looked more like I was going to Disney, but I had like a, I was doing like a Star Wars thing. But even so, it was still different from most of the other people that were there. We definitely looked like complete outsiders. You could be like, spot the Americans. Oh, there they are. There they are. Yeah. Not even that. It's spot the Floridians. Yeah. Another difference I noticed is the absolute ferocity of people trying to buy merchandise. Oh my god, yes. You in the in like the American stores in the Disney parks, you can walk in the store and walk around. We had to wait in line to get in a store and they were letting us in in like batches. And there were so many people in the store that I just had to go like walk outside. It was insane. People are really thirsty for that Duffy stuff. Oh my god, that oh my that and then face characters. A lot of times in the American parks, nobody gives a shit about the face characters. And like, we tracked down the Duffy character, and it was an hour and a half wait to get a picture with Duffy. For us, the last time we visited Hollywood Studios, we waited less than five minutes to meet Kylo Ren. It was Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is popular. (laughs) He is, I'm joking. But we tried to go find Duffy, and like, there was no way. No way. Another very large difference I noticed from the Orlando parks is that there are legit roller coasters at Tokyo Disney Sea. You could argue that there is one at Magic Kingdom now with the minecart roller coaster for the Seven Dwarves one. There's Everest at Animal Kingdom, uh, and then there's the Toy Story one at Hollywood Studios. There might be another one now that I'm not. Fa- oh, the Aerosmith one. At Tokyo Disney Sea, there were multiple roller coasters, at least three or four. More than any single Disney park in Florida has to offer. Yeah, it, it was definitely, it felt, like Emily said earlier, it felt more like a Universal Studios type of theme park. The attractions were more, they were more intense than, like, it's a small world. Another thing I noticed, um, and it's not a super big difference, but people were very much into popcorn. They had six different popcorn flavors, and we wanted to try them all. They were really good. People were also very much into their popcorn buckets. Yes. The lines for the popcorn stands were so long. Certain ones. Some of them weren't. So the flavors were chocolate, caramel, honey, strawberry, which the strawberry one was really good, and it smelled and tasted like Frankenberry cereal. There was, like, garlic shrimp, and then there was, like, Like a Chinese chili, like a Sichuan style. The lines for those are massive. When you come up on a cart, you can smell it, and then the next thing you see is the line. And Disney food in the theme parks has always been a very big thing, but I would say that Disney Sea Popcorn is the hot Disney food commodity. It was great. That, and the uh, Toy Story Mochi. Yes, the Toy Story Mochi was so cute. There was not a very big line for that either. I got that fairly easily. Something that we said earlier is that 
Tokyo Disney Sea is very popular. I will say that it felt less crowded than, say, Magic Kingdom or another park. For some reason, it may have been just the sheer size of the park, but I just felt like I wasn't as cramped. It was, and and the walkways for Tokyo Disney Sea are very wide. So there's plenty of space, and you're not, you know, waiting in line to walk through an area. The shows there are pretty interesting. One of the attractions we went to was Big Band Beat, and it was completely in English to our utter surprise. I yeah, thought it would be in Japanese. That was shocking, because everything else was in Japanese. Well, we were in the American section. Yeah, the American waterfront. So we watched, like, a tap dancing spectacular with, like, live singing and dancing, and it was meant to be, like, 1920s and 30s. Think Dick Van Dyke and a penguin yeah. tap dancing. <laughs> but it was all in English, and I was just like... Wow, it's like I'm in Florida. I know, and they were doing, like, gymnastics and stuff. Stuff I wouldn't expect, like, an American cast member to be doing, but they were doing it. <laughs> yeah. They were, like, back handsprings and stuff. It was really entertaining, and I would say that Tokyo Disney Sea takes the themes of their port of call very seriously. Yeah, another thing was, when we were in there, they are very serious about you not filming or taking pictures in that stuff. They had so many ushers eyeballing you it was so dark that they would immediately know if you had your phone on even on the lowest brightness setting they were watching always watching (laughs) exactly so one of the things that disney's usually have is, is like an end show like in the evening with fireworks and stuff the one in magic kingdom in orlando is a parade this one was on the water but it was sorcerer's apprentice themed And Mickey spoke Japanese. Yes, that was really funny. Like, you think about Mickey's voice and how it is in in English, and uh, the Japanese Mickey just sounds so bizarre when when you've never heard that before. But the show was really interesting, and they had an entire Maleficent dragon blown up on the water, spitting fire. Real fire. Real fire. Like, I'm talking like Universal Studios, Harry Potter area dragon fire. It was crazy. I think I would return to Tokyo Disney Sea, maybe not within like the next two years, but I would definitely come back. I enjoyed myself and I would definitely like to ride the rides that I wasn't able to ride. And I think I might even go to Tokyo Disneyland for laughs. If I had some more time, I would consider going back. I think I read they're adding a new area to Disney Sea recently, but I don't remember what it is. If they added the new area I and I was back, I'd consider going. I like Disney, but it is a once-in-a-while thing for me. I can't wait to go buy more Duffy stuff. So <laughs> I really like Duffy. Yes, we did buy Duffy stuff. Duffy's very cute. I fought a child for my Duffy things. <laughs> we barely get any Duffy things here anymore. We used to be able to get them at Epcot, and then Epcot said, no more Duffy. Well, actually, Duffy was created for Once Upon a Toy in um, downtown, downtown Disney. Disney. Disney Springs, I think you mean? Yeah, Disney Springs. That was where it was originated, and then um, when Tokyo Disney Sea just started, they were looking for more mascot characters, and they picked them because there was a uh, teddy bear craze in Japan at the time, <laughs> and they just kind of ran with it. So yeah, here we are. Duffy's huge over there. So if you guys are looking for a fun Disney time in Tokyo, I definitely recommend going to Tokyo Disney Sea. We had a really good time, and Get the 
Szechuan popcorn for us because we weren't able to taste it because the line was like an hour long. Yeah, check it out. You can get there on the train. You only have to make, I think, one or two connections. It's not that bad. Takes about an hour to get there. But I would recommend that over Ubering because it is very far. So let's end this episode with our K-pop recommendations for the week. My recommendation is Red by Hyuna. I love that song. My recommendation is Vibrato by Stellar. I really, really love that song, and I could listen to it pretty much all day. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I do want to say that if you have enjoyed Soulmates now, if you have enjoyed it in the past, if you like what we're doing, please consider leaving a donation or a tip on our Ko-Fi account. We have that linked in our Instagram and our Facebook page. It's just ko-fi.com slash soulmatespodcast. We are saving up for a soundboard. We want to improve the audio quality and um, be able to interview more people and really take the podcast to the next level. And we cannot do that without your help. We put out our goals all on the page, and we're very upfront about the money we would like and the soundboard that we would like to purchase with it. So you can see that your donations are going specifically towards one thing, and we have one goal in mind that we hope to reach. We are 51% of the way there, but if you could just leave a $3 tip, that would mean the absolute world to us. So please check out our Ko-Fi account. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook.com slash Soulmates Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Soulmates Podcast. You can send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Tumblr, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on YouTube under Soulmates Podcast, and you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, pretty much wherever podcasts are found. Just search for Soulmates Podcast, spelled like the city in South Korea, guys. You get the joke. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.